0: former veteran broadcast host and founder of the first-ever online crisis hotline, serving over 250,000 hurting youth looking for answers. He is also the author of three books, his latest, The Day Satan Called, the true account of a demonized young girl, and the now infamous call he would receive that would forever change the way he looked at the demonic, witches, warlocks, and spiritual warfare. His passion now? To teach others what he was totally unprepared for, and what you should know to gain victory over evil, your authority as a believer in Christ Jesus, and the power available to us all through his Holy Spirit. Would you welcome back to Testimony for part two author, speaker, writer, minister of the gospel, and veteran broadcaster, Mr. Bill Scott. Bill, welcome back to Testimony.
1: Awesome, thanks. It's good to be back again.
0: Bill, we talked about Lacey, a demonized young girl that you would come face to face with, and the aftermath of that for you and your family. In this segment, I'd like to pick up where we left off and then give our listeners the hope and the tools they will need to first avoid this type of encounter and second if faced with it what they need to do and what you wish you had known before this happened bill would you please continue with your story
1: absolutely well she's in the church we've been searching for her for three days and now we know that we're very close she's in the building Eventually, she makes her way up. We begin to pray. And at the same time, other witches are showing up looking for Lacey. I'm thinking, can I really believe this with my own eyes? Security is ushering them off the property not to cause problems. And yet here we are with a young lady who is very angered. She's very distressed. There are men voices talking out of her. This wasn't my deal. I mean, I didn't grow up with any knowledge of any of this, and I'm confronted with this lady literally freaking out on me. And, you know, I wish I would have known growing up, one, I always heard that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But really, until you begin to unpack that, it doesn't mean a lot. I didn't know really how to walk in the authority that God had given me over Satan. I believed that there was authority, but I didn't know how to walk in it, and I didn't know how to tap into it at first. Praise God, I had a friend alongside with me that night that had some experience in spiritual warfare, and I I watched him take control of the situation. I watched him battle back and forth with these demons that were talking out of her. I mean, I'd never seen evil in person like this. It was literally like watching a horror movie. And we did this all night long at the end of the morning. Long story short, and it's more detailed in the book, but I ended up bringing her home. Not a good idea. Should never have done that, but I wanted to win this battle. I knew she couldn't return to where she came from, especially after now seeking out Christ. And so we took her home which was really opening Pandora's box in our home for all sorts of demonic activity. And again, I I, I couldn't find a lot of people that knew what to do. Now, you might be thinking, okay, there's probably not a chance that I'm going to meet uh, a a witch or a high priestess of any satanic coven. I'm definitely not going to bring them home if I did. And I just don't see myself in, in what you're talking about. Well, that's probably true, but we all deal in spiritual warfare. And, and here's what I didn't even know at the time. You know, yes, that was an intense battle, and the story is just unbelievable as we unfold the 18 months of witches and warlocks and, and covens coming after her and the demonic things that took place in our home. But if you saw something like that, if for some reason you did, You would be like me going, I'm not certain what to do, but we got to do something, because Jesus can win this. That was just really my passion and my conviction. But I think that Satan is more dangerous and powerful when he's involved in the unseen battle, the unseen battle where Satan is most powerful. I mean, you have a witch knock on your front door. You're going to either lock it or call the pastor and everybody to come pray, but she's just not going to slip in it's the unseen battle. What do I mean by that? It's like the secret sins that are in our lives and when we don't deal with those there is this unseen battle taking place, these open doors to our family where Satan can come in and disrupt what we're doing as our family, take our peace, cause divorce, you know, fuel the addictions. I told somebody the other day, who needs a ghost at the end of the bed when you're sitting in a back room viewing pornography. (laughs) That is demonic. You don't have to have something stand in the room. That is as demonic as it gets to tear down just you as an individual and your spouse, or even if you're not married, your future spouse, through pornography or addictions or, you know, running off with somebody else's wife or husband. you can fill in the blank. This is very real. Satan is alive. He is well. He is coming after us. Now, I'm not saying that so you're scared. I'm saying it so, according to Ephesians chapter 6, you put on the full armor of God. I mean, I don't know how we missed that verse. The Bible says, hey, it's not flesh and blood you deal with, meaning it's not your next-door neighbor or just your boss. There is something way beyond that, and it's principalities. It's demonic things that are coming at us. And we need to be prepared. That's why the Bible literally is saying, hey, 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 put on the full armor of God. But, you know, in this day and age, where really 40% of those that go to church don't even believe Satan's a real being. It's just a symbol for evil. Well, we've let our guard down. And it's time that I think we really stand up and say, okay, I'm ready for this battle, and I'm going to make sure that 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 my my family's protected and here here's a great way to look at it you know king david in the old testament he grew up he was a man's man i mean dear lord he 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 slayed a lion and a bear with his bare hands then he takes on goliath with a few stones as a teenager and then he wins many other battles david is just a real hero when it comes to battles but that's not where he fell in the bible he fell in the quiet of the evening in his own home he thought the battle the enemy was far away and that's when Satan took him out it was an unseen battle with Bathsheba another great example Achan who was in Joshua's army he was one of the top guys And they said let's go destroy the city but this time we don't take anything from the city none of the money none of the leftovers we leave it because God has said it's a cursed city well he goes and, and he wins the battle he kills the enemy but with his secret sin, he takes some of the stash and buries it in his tent. And sometimes we think, my secret sin is my sin. It doesn't hurt my kids, my spouse. But Achan literally had the hand of God lifted off of Israel because of his sin until he found out. And then, of course, he was killed for it and punished and his family destroyed. So does your secret sin just impact? You know, it opens the doors for Satan to come in. And it's the unseen battle that I think that we need to stand up and take note of. I mean, I know the book is intense. I want you to see how extreme it can be, but I want you to walk away realizing this kind of a battle, just an everyday kind of battle can take place right here in my living room, and I need to be prepared. If that makes sense, and I hope it does.
0: It totally makes sense, 100%, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on testimony, Bill, because Revelation twelve eleven states that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and bill I'm also reminded of the scripture in Hosea 46 that says my people perish for lack of knowledge and what would you say to every pastor listening bill who does not believe in the need to teach on spiritual warfare in their church today
1: Wow I would really call pastors to teach on this, I'm not saying you have to do every sermon, but my goodness, I mean, can you imagine sending our our men and women in the armed forces to Iraq, but yet we don't tell them who the enemy is, we don't tell them what weapons to use, we don't tell them how to be safe, we just wish them good luck and and shove them off the ship or the plane when they land. Well, we would never do that. They are in boot camp, they practice, they know who the enemy is, they, you know, we see it on television all the time. great detail they go to to be ready to face the enemy but we don't do that as Christians so we need our pastors our leaders our teachers to say okay here is what we do to be prepared here is what we do to cover our families because you know the Bible says Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he'll devour and so he is prowling around he's waiting and you know what Satan doesn't care if you don't know about him believe in him or even know what your rights are as a child of God. He will still take advantage if the door is open. It is up to us to educate ourselves. And here's the cool thing, we don't have to live in fear. Right. We can stand strong, walking in the authority, realizing the battle will come, I can win through the blood of Jesus Christ, and walking in His authority as a child of Christ. I don't have to allow my family to be destroyed.
0: Now, Bill, in your book, you talk about an encounter with the spirit, a physical spirit you actually saw. And you walked up to that spirit and asked him something, and he gave you a response. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, I'm not a courageous man. I did this out of desperation. I I remember uh, walking up, and it was just a black figure in the hallway. Look, I can't even believe I'm even talking about this on the radio because it makes me sound like a nutcase. But it really did happen, and I said, in Jesus' name, why can you come into my home? And I'll never forget the reply, I'm an invited guest into this house. And I said, how in Jesus' name, but "Have you not looked underneath the girl's bed? And it was referring to the, the bed she had stayed in while she was at our house for a couple of weeks. And the Holy Spirit had been telling me, I didn't recognize it as the Holy Spirit, but i heard that voice over and over again look underneath her bed look underneath her bed i thought i was just scared and i went and looked underneath the bed and there was all sorts of occultic things left over including her witch's robe and some symbols and and, and books which i took out and destroyed right away and, and you know when i did that our home our home returned to normal because for like two three weeks it was it was haunted i mean we had demons in our home and we pray them out they come back in And finally, we found out what that open door was. I should have listened to the Holy Spirit to begin with.
0: Well, Bill, it's been great having you with us on Testimony. I would encourage everyone to pick up a copy of your book, The Day Satan Called. You will learn that as Christians, we are in a spiritual warfare. We are in a spiritual battle. And you can learn ways to prevent that from happening in your life, closing the doors so they don't happen, and be equipped when they do happen. Bill Scott, thank you for being with us on Testimony. We would love to have you back. God bless you, and God bless your ministry. In Jesus' name.
1: Thank you.
0: If you would like more information, you can visit our website at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. Or write to us at testimony. P.O. Box 1333, Palm Desert, California, 92261. That's P.O. Box 1333, Palm Desert, California, 92261. I'm Jensen Bard. Please join us again for testimony.